What is up, guys? Chris Odom here with the Wisdom from My iPhone Notes podcast, where I share short little snippets of wisdom that I've written down in my iPhone Notes over the years that I'm hoping you guys can glean some wisdom from as well. Today's episode is episode 15, Friends, the Post-College Single Struggle. This, I feel like I can speak into pretty well, considering I'm 34 years old, single, and have been kind of living this life for a while. Um, And it actually starts on November 18th, 2013. I was actually talking to a friend, and she was just kind of talking about this struggle that she's had post-college. And I think where it comes from is when you're in college, I guess you don't realize how organic or seemingly organic friendships are set up in college and how easy it is to make friends. And then you get to post-college, and it's just kind of difficult. It's kind of difficult to make friends. And so I want to speak into that today, and hopefully you guys can gain some wisdom from it. It's going to be super practical. It's going to be a couple different steps. And, yeah, I think it'll be really good, really good for you. So let's get right into it. So what's the struggle? The struggle is, hey, I'm post-college and I'm trying to find some friends who are in the same life stage, who are like-minded, who are fun, who are godly, who are interesting, and it can be difficult. And I have a lot of friends who struggle in that or have struggled in that, and what's my advice? I'm going to give you two, not two pieces of advice, but let's address it from two different areas. Number one is going to be spiritual, and number two is going to be practical. So let's go to the spiritual first. There's a great verse in 1 Timothy 6.6, which I reference probably a little too much, but I think it's huge for our culture in general, but definitely related to this topic, which is there is great gain in godliness with contentment. 1 Timothy 6.6, great gain in godliness with contentment. So Paul in this passage is actually actually speaking specifically towards money, but I believe it can apply to so much more because I think we live in a very discontent society and culture, and we need to learn to be content with where the Lord has us. And we use this time of singleness and use this as a time for growing and for service. So that's my spiritual advice. Be content. Now let's get to the practical. So I have, let's see, eight. I have eight different pieces of advice that I'd like to give you, very practical, on how you can overcome is probably the, probably not the right word. It would probably be more get better at finding friends in this time period and how to deal with the struggle and do it better. So that's probably the better way to phrase it. Number one. You have to be willing to get out of your comfort zone. You have to kind of, it's like this weird process. If you have to kind of start to enjoy the awkwardness and laugh it off and just realize like there isn't always a good way to meet people. I actually probably, it was like four or five years ago, I had moved to Denver at the time and was trying to make new friends, I actually just walked up to a random dude at church. I was like, hey, man, uh, I'm actually new here. Just wanted to introduce myself, looking for some Bible studies to get plugged into, etc. And ended up being in his Bible study for four months or so. And it was just, I mean, to be honest, that's just kind of awkward. You just walk up to somebody like, uh, hey, I, uh," you know, it just is kind of weird. But 
I think that brings us, oh, perfectly, into number two, which is learn to be confident in who you are. So when you approach that person, you're confident. You're like, hey, I have something to offer in friendship. I'm not desperate. I just need friends. And without it, I suffer. And so I need to make sure that I put myself out there. Number one, get out of your comfort zone. Put yourself out there. Two, learning to be confident in who you are. Three, this has been a big one for me, um, hanging out with younger people. As you get older and you remain single, the people in your life stage get younger. And so sometimes you have to be willing to hang out with people that are five or ten years older or five or ten years younger, um, maybe even kind of in a different life stage. But you have to be willing to kind of uh, uh, rearrange your expectation for the type or better for their age or even life stage. But if you want to get people in the same life stage, which I think is very important as well, you're probably going to have to go younger. Number four, this is a big one. Don't compromise your standard. Yes, community is essential, but it's better to have no friends than have friends that will lead you down paths that you don't need to go down. There's a verse I love in 1 Corinthians 15, 33 that says, bad company corrupts good morals. Or on the positive end in Proverbs, whoever walks with the wise, it becomes wise. So don't compromise your standards. So if there's a group you're looking for friends, there's a group that you can see, that you can hang out with, and you know it's not going to be good for you, it's better, honestly, for you to be alone. I know that sounds a little extreme, but it really is better. Five, be patient. Making friends may just take a little while. That's just the reality of friendships. Um, I know we want instant everything in this day and age, and I definitely do too, but sometimes you have to be patient. Six, a lot of life is about attitude. Don't waste your time complaining. Philippians 2.4, do everything without 2.14, do everything without complaining or arguing. Approach this time just as, hey, it's again, it's about attitude. So don't complain and just approach it as an adventure. Hey, I'm on this adventure It can be kind of weird and difficult at times, but kind of embracing that awkwardness like I mentioned earlier. Watching a movie by yourself, that's interesting. Done that many a time. Eating in a restaurant by yourself, also adventure. So you kind of just have to look at it like, hey, I need to change my attitude. Let's look at this kind of as an adventure. Seven, solitude is a good thing, but not isolation. So in our society, I think that we've forgotten the Christian discipline of solitude. We really have. It's a very important thing. But then solitude extended, not so much. That turns into isolation. And that actually happened to me the other day. I was actually just a little context. I moved to a new town. I'm right outside Jackson, Wyoming, which is pretty cool. Super pumped about it. But I'm in a small town on the other side. And I I sensed it. I knew immediately. I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm going crazy. It's moved from solitude to isolation. So I texted uh, a friend, again, different life stage, but I knew that I needed friends and I was just like, all right, let's go for it. So I texted him like, hey, we need to hang. So we ended up, I ended up hanging out with he and his two kids the pretty much the whole next day. And again, like that's a little bit different than what I expect, which is hanging out with someone in a similar life stage. But I had a great time. And so community may look a little bit different. So again, solitude is a good thing, but not isolation. Lastly, number eight, be willing to travel to see friends. This isn't something, this is something that I have not done very well over the years, but sometimes it may take two hours, two plus hours to go see some friends. Um, 
And when it's necessary, it needs to happen. You just need to go drive there, go see them, go see your best friends, whoever they are. Maybe even take a plane flight uh, and just go see them because it's important. It's also, so kind of wrapping things up, it's very important to understand that the Lord has you here for a reason, right? I don't know why. I have no idea. Um, But I do know that this is a time where you can secure undistracted devotion, and that's in 1 Corinthians 7, 32 and 35. There's a great sermon. Um, I can actually link it somewhere in the podcast um, to my devotional blog, which then can take you to a link to the sermon. Probably one of my favorite sermons of all time. It's by Ben Stewart. It's called Undistracted Devotion, and it's on singleness. I remember singleness. The first time I heard it, I walked in. I heard Undistracted Devotion. I'm like, oh, I love Ben Stewart. I'm going to go listen to this. And he said, Today I want to talk about the purpose of singleness. And I'm like, oh, no. He's going to talk about singleness. But it was actually unbelievable. Rocked my world. So I will link that. I will link the devotional in the podcast notes. And then there will be a link to that podcast or, sorry, um, sermon if you want to listen to it. So in conclusion, be content, be confident, maintain your standards, and grow in the Lord as a mature man or woman of God in this time. Thanks so much for listening. Subscribe if you want to hear more. Until next time.